0: Hello and good morning, everyone. On today's news, I have an article from entrepreneur.com. So, article is written by a lady named Kim Walsh Phillips. She is a VIP contributor um, to this website, so um, that's impressive. Um, however, the article is titled, Social Selling System, How to Flip or Flipping a Follower into a Client. The article goes over several um, suggestions from her of how to basically sell on social media channels. And one thing that um, I think a lot of people don't think about that she brought up in this first part of her um, article in the intro is how to build trust and build engagement and how to build a following before you try to ask for something. Um, in her, one of her introductory paragraphs, it says, In this formula, you are building trust and engagement 85% of the time and giving a call to action to work with you 15% of the time. By doing this, you create a buzz and warn buyers because you are priming the pump and creating interest before you make an offer. Here's how it works. Create posts that feature you, your clients, and how you can work together. She goes on to give some suggestions of how to, if you're going to spend 85% of your time on a social media channel to prime the pump, to um, engage with your audience, to tell about yourself, she gives a bunch of suggestions from her point of view of how to do that. So she goes on, on about how to create videos from behind the scenes um, while you're doing your thing, client success stories, and how they can be relatable to the market, Um she talks about pulling quotes out from some things that you have done how to um do things like to create engagement and to create a sense of community in your social media channels and not only is this something that not to get too far away from the article here but not only is that something that i think is very wise in selling in general so when you sell to someone if you do not have a relationship with them prior if you do not have a um a background with a person before you go to try to sell them. It is hard to just walk up to somebody and offer them something um, unless it is, and they are in the market right now. Some studies have shown that only 3% of people are, actively looking to buy something at any given point of time. Um, so if, if let's say a car, for instance, if you're in the market for a car um, or if there is a 100 people in a room, only three of them are actively searching out people to um, buy a car from. But when... Um, given a survey and given the opportunity of the price was right, this was right, this was right, this was right. Um, I think it was something like twenty-five to forty percent of people said that they would buy a car in that instance. Um, and I can't remember. It was probably not a car. Was probably a bad example. I can't remember what the they used in the. Um, study that they did, it wasn't that big of a ticket item, but it was, you know, basically three percent were actually looking, but it ended up being like forty percent would actually buy. And so you do have when you're selling to someone, you do have a large potential of of getting a client depending on what you're selling. But there's only a small percent of people that are actually looking. The other 37% let's say it's 40% the other 37% 7% of people you have to explain to them why they need something um and so I think what a lot of people do when they get to social media channels is they will try to ask for things just up front and they will use their social media channels as basically their um cold calling they'll use it as they're just I got one shot to get these people to buy something from me in one post um and let me explain why that's a bad idea. Not only is that a bad tactic in sales, period. Um, if you just constantly are just hounding people of of buy this, buy this, buy this, nobody's going to want to talk to you ever. Um, but here is a situation where if you will look at, and you can do your own research on this, any algorithm, so each social media platform has these things called algorithms. And what that is, is that is machine learning that... They set up systems in place to recognize what they need to show some people and what some people don't want to see. And that's individual for each, for each person. That is an individual thing. So my algorithm on, let's say, Facebook would have something to do with, um, hey, this guy has an interest in small business. This guy has an interest in um, you know, animals. This guy has an interest in all of these different things. And so it's going to show me things that apply to me. As far as, you know, random articles or people to follow or things like that or businesses to follow. Okay, so it's going to show me things that I'm interested in. And then the people that I follow, it's going to show me who I follow based on my interactions with them. So if I am constantly tagging someone in a post, if I see a funny article and I tag my friend, I did it this morning. I saw a article and I tagged my friend in it. Okay, so Facebook recognizes that, hey, Steve and this guy interact with each other quite a bit. So anytime this guy posts something, we're going to make sure he sees it quickly in the top of his newsfeed. So your newsfeed is not a timeline. It is not like this was posted five minutes ago. This was posted 12 minutes ago. This was posted 20 minutes ago. It is what they think you want to see the most. So it's either going to be something you're interested in in these businesses or what they think is your friend, your best friend up here or somebody that you've engaged with in the past so how you get a how does a business get into the top of that newsfeed without paying to be there of course so organically how a business will appear in the top of someone's newsfeed is somebody that somebody has to interact with that business so how does somebody interact with that business so how would how would cook feed an outdoor how would i see cook feed an outdoor in my timeline i would like their post I would comment on their post. I would um, have recently liked their page. And so if you constantly put these things like uh, buy this stuff in just a picture, and you have, I think on our feed store page, we have a little over 4,000 followers. If we constantly put buy this, buy this, buy this, out of those 4,000 people, roughly probably two to 300 people would even see that. So two to 300 people out of those 4,000 would even see that in their feed. And hardly any of those two to 300 would like it, of course, because it would just say like, buy this, unless it was an incredible deal or whatever. Nobody would like it, and that would hurt your algorithm even more. So out of those two to 300, nobody would like it. So you have even less opportunity next time. So then you post something else, buy this. Out of those two or 300 people, nobody interacted with it. So maybe only 100 people saw it this time. And out of those hundred people, right? So so the more you post that information that is nobody likes, the more you post a picture that nobody likes, the more you post something that nobody likes, the more that your page will not be interacted with and the less chances you will have to pop up in somebody's newsfeed. So when somebody likes your page, it does not mean they're going to see every post because their best friend that they tag and everything might have just posted something that they're going to see that. Their business that they are interested in might have just posted something. They're going to see that next. Then they're going to see something from their other friend. Then they're going to see something from another business they like, and so on and so on. And then Facebook puts ads in there, intermingled, of course. So the more you post things on, and and this goes for your personal page as well. If I post stuff on my personal page that nobody has an interest in, even if I have a 1,000 followers or friends If you constantly share other businesses' stuff, so if I'm constantly sharing stuff from Cook Feed and Outdoor, and nobody's my friend because they want to see Cook Feed and Outdoor stuff, so nobody likes it. Eventually, no one is going to see my posts, and you can see that if you ever have a friend that um, you know just posts posts stuff nonstop, whether it's articles or whether it's you know um, has rants or whatever stuff that no you know that nobody wants to see. Go to that person's page and look on their page and notice how many friends they have or followers they have and see, you know, what the percentage is. So if they have 500 followers and they have, you know, five likes on a post, like 10% of their people are liking their post. And then you can go to somebody else's page that, you know, is always posting like funny stuff about their kids or whatever it might be. Go to that person's page, see how many followers they have and how many likes their posts have. And you can see how this, when a lot of people are liking a post, Facebook says, ooh, this must be interesting. So we're going to put it in the top of people's news feeds because more people will be interested in this. And so as a business, you have to constantly, you know, and that's what this lady is trying to bring up if you'll do 85% of your posts to engage with your audience, to to educate your audience, to whatever your audience would like. So if you own a, a trucking company, they might like one particular thing. If you own a, a retail store, they might like a totally very different thing. You know, a lot of our customers like educational stuff and they like, you know, funny stuff um, a little bit. They like, you know, So we're always tinkering with, you know, doing educational stuff and whatnot because a lot of uh, animal nutrition stuff is complex and people don't know a lot about it. So we're trying to constantly make stuff that's valuable to these people and we're trying to make it native. So either I'm doing the videos or whatever it might be. So the more people engage with your posts, the more your your posts will populate to the top of people's um, pages. In the bottle of her article, she also talked about how you should do a, um, it was either a weekly or a monthly or whatever it might be, whatever the time is, it doesn't matter, post that engages other people. And I see a lot of people doing this really well. Um, and the reason why, you might have seen this in the past, the reason why people make these posts that say like, tell me about the first time you blah, blah, blah. Tell me about the, the you know, we did one the other day. It was like, tell me about who interested you, or who introduced you to horses or animals or whatever it might be. The reason why people would make posts like that is because when someone comments on that post to say, like, my grandpa showed me a horse when I was seven and I love them ever since. They post that on your page. Once they post that on your page, Facebook says, ah, these people are commenting on this post. So next time Cook Feed posts a post, we are going to put that in the top of Becky's timeline because she really must like cook feed. And so then if she likes the next post you do now, Oh wow, she really likes them. So every time you post, if Becky likes it every time or she comments on it every time, it's going to go to the top of her newsfeed. So the more people you can engage with your audience, the more times you can do that, the more your, every time you post it's going to come up in the top of people's newsfeed. So I know I veered way off of her um article to some extent, but I just think that a lot of people, you know, I see so many people that have businesses and stuff sharing stuff that I know nobody is going to like. They're, you know, posting stuff that I know no one is going to like. Don't waste these opportunities to have people engage with you. And of course you have to experiment and try new things. We do posts that flop all the time. Um you know, but that's not the point. The point is, is don't waste these opportunities that you have to engage with your audience to to make stuff that is actually useful to them that they might would appreciate or they would like or whatever it might be. Um, and don't forget to do that occasionally. Also, don't forget that we are selling. You know, we're selling a product, so. At some point, we do have to ask people to buy from us, or we do have to, you know, talk about our business. We do need to, you know, do that at some point. That is the whole point of having all the social media stuff is so that we can grow our businesses. Um, but don't forget that you have to grow a brand on social media before you can start selling stuff. You can't just come in cold turkey and start selling stuff because you'll never have a organic reach that way um, without paying to have, you know, advertisements placed somewhere. So, a little bit of a a long rant today. Sorry about that. Um, But if you made it to this point, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have the great rest of your day.